You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, we're going over the... uh, the top 10 lists on the ESPN of the top 10 players. It lists uh, Jeremy Fowler put together by uh, polling uh, 50 league personnel members. And uh, we're now moving over to the offense. And uh, the first look here is at interior offensive linemen. Okay. Um, again, the Steelers not represented on this one, but would it surprise you in 2023 if a Steelers interior offensive lineman made it onto this list? No, I, I honestly think James Daniels might even be a, others receiving votes already. And, I, you know, that's always a position that takes a year or two to truly get recognized. Um, maybe the change of scenery opens some eyes. I think he's very much on this path. And to be honest, I'm not predicting it, but I think Green and Dotson are capable of getting on this list. Like yeah, when we I talk agree. tackles, I'm not going to say Dan Moore and Chooks can get on the list. I right. just don't think they can, you know, but I think all three of those guys could. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, looking at the uh, also receiving votes for Rodney Hudson of the Cardinals and Trey Smith of the Chiefs. Well, he couldn't be on opposite two more opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> yeah. there, right? Uh, one of them about 60 pounds heavier <laughs> than the other. And one's about 15 years older than the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the guys who were uh, honorable mentions were Elijah Vera Tucker of the Jets, Eric no McCoy of the Saints, Lakin Tomlinson of the Jets, mm-hmm. uh, Frank Ragnow of the, of the uh, Lions, Creed Humphrey of the Chiefs, and Ryan Kelly of the Colts. As much humph- hype as Humphrey's got, I'm glad he's not in the top 10. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. fine with an honorable mention here and even Trey Smith next to him and Vera Tucker. You know, I mean, this is a longevity position. You know, I, I need to count on you. Show me I can count on you game after game, year after year. And, you know, they just haven't been in, in the league long enough for that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, number 10 is Corey Lindsley, the uh, center for the Chargers. Highest ranking number four, lowest ranking out of the top 10. They gave him big money. They're happy with it. I mean, it's one of those rare free agent signings where – the dollars add up to the play and the production and some leadership with all these young linemen they've drafted lately too. So no quality, quality starter. Number nine is Wyatt Teller of the Browns highest ranking number four, lowest out of the top 10 last year. He was an honorable mention guy. There's some interesting stats on him in here though. Hmm. He had 10 penalties last year and four sacks allowed. Like I don't know. Like if he were yeah. on the if he were on the Steelers line instead of the Browns line, mm-hmm. and he had four four sacks allowed and ten penalties, I don't know that people will be talking about him in in this top ten. I think yeah, I think he's a little bit of a pro football focus creation. I think so he too. Really well for them two years in a row. Yeah. So everyone likes to sound smart and be like, "This guy you never heard of? Why teller that the Bills cut?" you know, is better than you think because I'm smart, you know, like because last mean, year's numbers, was, he's a great player, but yeah, I mean, last year, his numbers or two years ago, his numbers were very similar, bunch of sacks, bro. bunch of penalties, but boy, he grades out really well in the run game. Well, that's great. Yeah. But, but if he gets a bunch of penalties, like 10 penalties is a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. 
he's one of the few linemen that actually have a, a fun highlight tape. You know, he, he's, he's aggressive. He buries people. That's you know, great. That's, that's great. You know, but I don't think he'd be a top 10 player for me. Number eight is Jason Kelsey. Still getting it done. Highest ranking, number three. Lowest ranking out of the top 10 for him. Yeah, uh, he's maybe getting by on reputation a little. But including Pouncey and Mack and those guys, I think Kelsey's probably the best center of this generation. But very unique. I mean, he's old and he's tiny. But, I mean, yeah. few players have played the position like him over the years. Yeah. Number uh, seven is Elkton Jenkins of the, of the Packers. Um can you put him as an interior offensive lineman this year? Yeah, that was my question. He played a lot of tackle last year. <laughs> I think he's projected to be the right tackle this year. Yeah. And that's the beauty of him is you can play him anywhere. And he's, right. he's very, very good at all of them. Every line coach in the world would love to have him because he doesn't lose, you know, going from left to right or guard to tackle or whatever. But I'm not sure what he is. I guess he has to be on one of these lists. Yeah. Number six is Ryan Jensen of the Buccaneers. Highest ranking number two, lowest out of the top ten. Um, mm-hmm. you, look at his again. This, these are pro football focus his metrics. Um, his 92.4% pass block win rate was 23rd among centers last year. His run block win rate was 27th. Mm-hmm. He had five penalties last year. He's a trendsetter, a leader, a tough as could be type of dude. But I think him and who's the left tackle from Penn State? It, it, Tampa Bay Walker, is that his name? Or Smith. 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 Yeah, Smith. Aren't as good as they look. It's Brady makes him look a little Brady. better. Yeah. 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 Worfs is as good as he looks. Those two are okay, but they're not elite. Yeah. Number five is Joel Batonio. Uh, highest ranking number one, lowest ranking out of the top 10. Hmm. I think he's clearly the best Browns guard. I do too. But, I mean, this is a trend with that team, and we've brought it up before. His contract goes crazy next year. This might yeah. be the last year of Joel Batonio in Cleveland. Yeah, I agree. Uh, number four is Joe Thune of the Chiefs, highest ranking number two, lowest ranking number seven. Uh, they gave him a ton of money. Uh, mm-hmm. His pass block win rate led all guards last year, according to Pro Football Focus. Yeah. Um, his run blocking grade wasn't quite as high. Uh, but still a really good player. And well, they don't run the football that much. So it's all about the pass yeah. blocking. Right. And they got what they paid for. You know, I mean, he unbelievably durable, definitely much more of a he's, he, he plays a position more like a tackle than a traditional yeah. guard. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what uh, they need, which is exactly what they need. Yeah. Uh, yeah number yeah. three is Brendan Scherf for the Jaguars. He, of course, moves over from Washington. They gave him a three year, forty nine point five million dollar deal. Uh, and. He's uh, he's good, uh, but he's also he again. Good. There's a there's a trend here that most of these players are thirty or above. I, I was thinking the same thing. Like for the Jags, and let's make Lawrence as good as he possibly can be. I understand the signing. There's very little in Scherf's history to suggest he's going to be a bust. Like when they signed Norwell, he's coming off one good year, but he's thirty. He's missed time. He probably won't be as good for the Jags as he was for Washington. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, number two is Zach Martin. Highest ranking Correct, number yeah. one, lowest, uh, lowest number seven. Um, I think he's a moonwalk into the Hall of Fame type of guard. Yeah. I don't know if he's still number two, though. No. And 
Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll get to the tackles at some point, but Tyron Smith still looks great. Martin still looks great, but those two stalwarts and Frederick's already gone, you know, uh, they're on the back nine to be kind with those top Dallas line. Yeah, I agree. And that leaves number one, uh, Quentin Nelson, uh, highest ranking, number one, lowest number three. Um, I think he's still one. I mean, yeah. I think he gets a little overrated, you know, as guards go, if guards can get overrated. Yeah, I don't know that he's a minute one, you know, I don't know that he's Alan Fanick or Steve Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like our, our corner conversation last segment, I think Jalen Ramsey has a better case for number one and then everybody else than Nelson does to be one at guard and everybody else, you know? Yeah. I mean, great. I mean, he, he looks like a hall of fame type guy too, but I don't know that he's. And he power, probably, you know? he probably will be because he's, He's, here's the thing with him. He's 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 reached this pinnacle already. He's going to be a, a, an All Pro pretty much every ten year for times. Yeah, ten, right, yeah. right. So he'll end up being in the Hall of Fame. Um, but a lot of that, you know, sometimes I mean, when he's lined up against Cam Hayward, he Cam Hayward's giving him fits. Oh yeah, yeah. No Hayward Hayward will do the state of the league yeah. too. You know, Hayward will do I mean, that against against most guards. Sure. But the Browns guards or whoever, right? Yeah, but that's just. But no, he just does. You know, like the term "shutdown corner," or I, I've I've used this example many times with offensive linemen. The year I was with the Browns, I was in charge of the NFC West, and honestly, this isn't like you know exaggerating. Orlando Pace and Walter Jones in that era, the second half, those guys just stopped rushing them because they had they didn't think they had any chance to win. Yeah, you just you give know, up. Nelson's not like at that level, you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll roll through the quarterbacks here real quick because, of course, the Steelers don't have anybody on this list here, but it is an yeah. interesting list. Uh, others receiving votes, the only one who did was Kirk Cousins. The honorable mentions were Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, and Lamar Jackson finishing out of the top ten. Yeah. Again, I actually went over this list on my other podcast as well. And to me, there's really a top 11 when we go through these, including Lamar. And I guess he just missed with their point system and the world's up in arms. How could you not have Lamar <laughs> in the top 10? But really, I think that in this case, there should be a top 11 draw line. And I think Carr and Murray deserve to be in their own category at 12 and 13. And there's nobody else really challenging those two. And, and what it comes down to with Lamar to me is they included Watson. You know, I mean, I don't know that I would even put Watson on this list. They included Watson. So Lamar got bumped to 11. I don't know that he has a case that's clear and obvious over the top 10, but it amazed me when I heard the headline, Lamar Jackson wasn't in the top 10. Like, well, he's a top 10 quarterback. I'd hate to play against him, but the other guys are equal. You know, somebody yeah. had to be shortchanged a little bit. 10 was Dak Prescott. Uh, eight no. was Deshaun Watson. Eight. Uh, I'm sorry. Nine was Deshaun Watson. Eight was Russell Wilson uh, at Lamar's right with those guys. To yeah. At seven is Justin Herbert. Uh, mm -hmm. at six is Matthew Stafford. Five is Joe Burrow. One thing I said is I would have Herbert over Burrow. I would too. Uh, four yeah. is Tom Brady, three, Josh Allen, two, Patrick Mahomes, and one is still Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. so that's the, uh, that's that position, uh, moving on to running backs, uh, some Steeler representation here. Mm-hmm. And looking at the honorable mentions, you got uh, the also receiving votes for Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, 
Antonio Gibson. Uh, the honorable mentions were Austin Eckelar. Not a real, not a real start Sterling group there with others receiving votes. No, uh, yeah. Austin Eckelar, Ezekiel Elliott, and Saquon Barkley were all guys who got honorable mentions. At number ten, Javante Williams. Is it too early for that? Because it came down to him. It, Jeremy said I think I'd him, or, over him. Yeah. him or Eckelar. I mean, I just think if you look at the overall body of work, Eckelar, I, I love Javante Williams, as I know you do as well. Sure. But it's so hard. What to, was asked of both players last yeah. season is very different. Yeah. Number nine, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Jones. I'm, I'm I appreciate that. I'm a little yeah. surprised it's that low, though. Hmm. His highest ranking was number six, his lowest ranking out of the top 10. I think he's in store for a massive season. You know, like yeah. he's a he's gonna be a lot of my fantasy teams. I'm targeting him, even though he's 27. I still think the arrow's pointing up for him, which is rare for a running back to say about a running back. Number eight is Najee Harris, his highest ranking number three, his lowest ranking out of the top ten. I will I'll be honest, I was shocked he was in the top ten. I mean, there's so many backs in the league, you know. Zeke wasn't there, who doesn't belong to be, you know, Eckler wasn't there. I'm not saying I have a problem with it. I just didn't expect it. Uh, number seven is Christian McCaffrey, highest ranking five, lowest out of the top 10. I guess you have to have him this low, but I mean, when he's right, he has a case for being number one. Yeah, he just hasn't been right the last two years, and mm-hmm. he is he is now 26. Uh, number six is Joe Mixon, highest ranking number one, lowest ranking out of the top 10. Um Solid back. Yeah. Solid back. Yeah. I mean, I, this might be a little rich for me on Mixon, but, um, you know, we're splitting hairs. Number five is Alvin Kamara. Highest ranking number one, lowest ranking number 10. He's a tough one. To, he, he's almost a, 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 now last year he got the carries, mm-hmm. but he also averaged 3.7 yards per carry. Yeah. That was a rough offense too, though. I mean, no, yeah. no passing game. I think he's on a Hall of Fame pace. I mean, he catches 80 balls every year. He's going to be suspended probably for six games, though. Probably, yeah. Number yeah. four, Dalvin Cook. Highest ranking number one, lowest number eight. Um, just a really I good think he's player. Yeah, I think he's on a Hall of Fame pace. Not slowing down. I mean, you say Hall of Fame pace. I mean, they got to do it at that position. You need four more years, though. You need, yeah, you need to string it, you yeah. know, six, you know, six good seasons together. And that's tough to do. Uh, number is. three is Nick Chubb, highest ranking number one, lowest ranking number seven. I mean, Henry's obviously going to be ahead of him, but these non-receiving backs, I would have probably been a little harsher on. Yeah, I agree. Number two, Jonathan Taylor. He'd be one for me. I think I'd have him one as well, especially considering that number one, Derrick Henry, missed half the season. Yeah. Like, Henry's not going to be on any of my fantasy teams, but I do recognize the – that he's, he's a, a he's unicorn, a unicorn yeah he's a special player yeah i yeah. mean he's a game changer and very few teams i guess the colts are one of them though really the offense is extremely running back centric and tennessee's night and day when he's on the field or not uh the wide receiver rankings uh if we look at the uh also others receiving votes here uh that's where deontay johnson shows up along with adam thielen tyler lockett uh, Odell Beckham and T Higgins. I mean, it's a pretty good group. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, the guys who just missed the list, the honorable mentions were Keenan Allen, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, Chris Goblin, Michael Thomas, CD lamb, and Mike Williams. 
having a hard time following because my computer is not loading for some reason yeah. at this page. But I remember looking at these and not having a real fight with any of them. Um, I think you said Michael Thomas's name, though. Yeah, I have a hard time with that one. I mean, he doesn't yeah. play. He hasn't played in two years. Right. And there's no reports of him. Oh, he's thriving at minicamp. Like, there's still just as many questions about the guy. Yeah. Number 10 was DK Metcalf. Uh, number nine was Debo Samuel. I th- That's a tough, tough call there between those two. Yeah. Boy, there's uh, some good receivers in the league, though. Yeah. Number eight, Mike Evans. Number seven, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, number six, Stefan Diggs. Number five, Tyreek Hill. Number four, Justin Jefferson. Number three, Jamar Chase. Number two, Cooper Cup. Well, it's hard to hard to put Cooper Cup number two after the season he had last year. I know. I mean, it's I'm falling for me. Maybe the maybe the best season a receiver has ever had. Ever had. But ever. Devontae Adams is awfully good. I, know, I, I get mean, it. Devontae Adams number one. Yeah. 145 catches for 1,947 yards and 16 touchdowns. That's Megatron. Mm-hmm. Those are Megatron numbers. Oh, they're the best. It's the best season we've ever seen, except for maybe that Calvin Johnson year, like you said. It's hard to not have him won. But he might not have been in the top 10 a year ago, where Adams definitely was. Let me see where they had him. Yeah, he, yeah last, year, will tell us last year he was an honorable mention. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. part of it. Uh, moving on to tight ends. This one is interesting. Um, if you're looking at the others receiving votes or the honorable mentions, you got Mike Gesicki, Pat Fryermuth, Zach Ertz, David Njoku. Also receiving votes were Johnny Smith, Tyler Higby, CJ Azoma, Noah Fant, and Austin Hooper. Okay. I mean, so Fryermuth's already getting that kind of recognition around the league. And in fact, I would have had him on the list ahead of number 10. Uh, me too. And there's a lot of names there that are just average football players, you know, yeah. CJ Soma, you know, Tyler, uh, Austin Hooper, you know, yeah. like these guys are changing teams and nobody's missing them, you know? Yeah. Number 10 was Hunter Henry. He did nothing last year. He would not be in my top 10. Yeah. Uh, I respect uh, what he's done in his career, but no. Number nine, Dawson Knox. Okay. I mean, I don't know. That he's the top 10 player. If he were a Steeler and Fryermuth was a Bill, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Uh, number eight, your favorite, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I mean, he's had a really good year, so he should be in the top ten. I just think he's going to be kind of a flash in the pan, and when everyone's aware of him, he'll get exposed a little bit. Number seven, TJ Hawkinson. Sounds like they're trying to extend him as we speak, which makes perfect sense to me. Uh, I expected a little more out of his career, you know, at this point, but – it's not like he's disappointing. No, I think he's really, really good football player. Number six, mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard. I think those two are really similar. I don't know yeah. who I'd pick between the two of them. Number five is Kyle Pitts. He'll be number one in a month, but he can't put him that high. This I do. I, I don't know. If, I mean, the, the top four are pretty oh, really good. good. They're really yeah. good. I know. Four is Mark Andrews. Yeah. Three is Darren Waller. I think no, I of think, Andrews over Waller, but I, okay. I think I think Pitts will move ahead of Waller this year because I don't yeah. think Waller's going to get quite as many targets uh, mm-hmm. this year. He's twenty nine too. Yeah, uh, two is Travis Kelsey, and one is George Kittle. I was happy Kittle got the nod over Kelsey. I mean, 
what Kelsey's done is historic. I mean, unbelievable production year after year after year. No um, dip at all. I think the dip's coming, but it hasn't yet. But the fact that Kittle's a nasty blocker to me would make him number one. I'm glad that, somebody still cares about blocking. Yeah, that does. You know, you look at the rest of these guys, and there's a lot of pass catchers on there. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're having this conversation next year, where do you think Fryermuth can can jump up to? Um, I, I think, think he's I think right he, there with. Go ahead. I, I think he can get up to like number six. That's what I was say. I think he, him, Goddard, and Hawkinson will be a really good conversation a year from now. Yeah, and I, I think, love those two. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case. I do think he'll be a top ten player at the position next year, mm-hmm. perennially. You know, year after yeah. year, and I think Hawkinson and Goddard will too. Especially if he improves the blocking part of his game. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he'll go past the Schultzes and Knoxes and those type of guys. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's more of a complete tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that brings us to offensive tackles. Obviously, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the Steelers don't have an offensive tackle on this list. If you're looking at the uh, the guys who got votes here, this is a big, this is a long list too. Uh, also receiving votes from Makai Becton, uh, Braden Smith, Dion Dawkins, Donovan Smith, and Lael Collins. The guys, yeah. the guys who got honorable mentions, Orlando Brown, Panay Sewell, Jordan Malata, Taylor Lewan, Colton Miller, Taylor Moten, and Brian O'Neill. I really think Sewell and Malata will be in the top 10 next year. Yeah, some of that, like a guy like Taylor Lewan is, is just a name. Hanging off for dear life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not great anymore no, uh, no. number 10 Teron Armstead I thought he'd be higher but you got to be on the field right you got to play yeah number nine Ryan Ramzik I think he's been so solid he's, he's like that safety conversation we had I don't know what's wrong with him I mean he's just been plugged into right tackles forever and is one of the top two or three right tackles in the league every year yeah number eight you know number eight's a tough one for me because Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie Stanley, and he, has, he hasn't played in two years. You know, like Tredavis White couldn't get in the top ten. Well, here's the thing. What's the he, difference? His highest, rank, his highest ranking was second. Who the hell ranked him second when he hasn't played in two years? Yeah. How can you possibly rank him second? Count. Yeah, I mean. Right. Uh, he could be second next year. And I'll, right. Like, okay, it, it, he plays yeah, all right, 17 right, right. games this year. Fine. But and the guy hasn't played. He was. Yeah, 100%. Number seven is Lane Johnson. He's had some injuries. He's a Hall of Famer. He's had some injuries too and suspensions, I think, for PEDs. Yeah. But he's been in the league a long time now, and he's kind of like that ramp check of not many right tackles of this era or have been at his level. Number six is Laramie Tunsil. Okay. I mean, Uh, number five is Tyron Smith. I think what at his best, he's one of the better tackles I've ever seen. It's just, I, I feel like they're keeping him together with duct tape right now. Yeah, right. You know, uh, number back, f- back injuries and things like that. Number four is Rashawn Slater already. Wow. He's had some pretty good established 30 year old name type guys. Yeah. Um, it's a little early, but man, I mean, I wish he was a stealer. Uh, number three, David Bakhtiari. Yeah, that's deserved. Yeah, really good player. Number two is Tristan Wirfs. I like it. I'm totally still, cool with that. Still just 23 years old. Yep. I mean, if I had any lineman in the league, he would be my pick. And then number one is Trent Williams. 
That's another one. I don't think it's super close. Yeah. That he has become a totally dominant superstar and gets better every year at 33. I mean, go YouTube his highlights. He throws people around. Yeah. He's like a bouncer. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, right. But that was the uh, ESPN uh, top 10 list. Of course, we went over the uh, previous ones earlier. Uh, that was the offensive side of things. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more right after this.